Hello everyone, thank you for joining us. It is your man Chase Thornton and today we will be discussing the times of evolution in Hollywood from the 1920s to the 1950s with Jane Sinkfield here, who has been our editor in the industry for the past 12 years. Hello Mr. Sinkfield, how are you doing today? Please Chase, James is just fine. I'm doing great, how are you doing today? Thank you for having me here. As you like it James, we are thrilled to have you here and so are our listeners. They sent me a list of questions they would like to ask you. Are you ready? Bring it on. Awesome. Let's take a look. First question. What were the major movie studios in the 1920s? Oh, that's a good question, Chase, because it explores the cultural perspective of the decade. The 1920s were a decade marked by the establishment of the major players of the Hollywood studio system. The big studios aim for vertical integration, extending their reach beyond the mere production of films towards control of distribution venues. Um, mergers such as famous players Lasky, Warner Brothers, First National, and Metro Golden Meyer brought about a further contraction of power and capital in the already tightly controlled market. Wow, that's interesting. Moving on, what was the first movie shot in Hollywood? It was in Old California. It was a silent movie that was filmed in 1920. It was the first movie shot in Hollywood, California, and it was directed by D.W. Griffith. Um, D.W. Griffith worked for Biograph Company. This film was a melodrama about a me um, about the Mexican era in of California. Excuse me. That was such a long time ago, if you ask me, but it shows so much about the culture during that decade. Sure does. What type of movies did people lean towards in 1950s? The 1950s uh, were certainly a golden era for cinema. There were so many idols and iconic movie stars and film directors that emerged and captured the hearts of Americans everywhere. Countless instant classics debuted in so many genres, including drama, comedy, musical, thrillers, which is one of my personal favorites, um, westerns, and so many more. The golden era changed the culture of cinema entirely. That's so fascinating. These are great questions, everyone. I really am enjoying this and can't wait for what's next. But first, let's hear from our sponsors. Seamlessly listen to music you love. Choose from millions of songs for a small subscription charge of $9.99 a month. Students get a 50% discount plus a Hulu membership. This podcast is sponsored by Spotify. Wow, that sounds like a great deal. Spotify. Let's keep the questions coming. What's next? Oh, yes. Why was there a decline in moviegoers and society as a whole in the 1950s? Great question. Um, so many people bought new homes in the suburbs, which meant they were far away from going to the movies downtown. Televisions had not been a major factor in the 1940s. However, television was the key factor in the steady decline of American audience going to films in the 1950s. That makes a lot of sense. Another interesting question. What was the societal attitude when it came to movies in the 1920s? Movies were so fun back then as they are now. They provided a change from day-to-day -day troubles of life. They also were an important social factor. Young Americans tried to copy what they saw in, in movies a lot of the times. 
Seems like much hasn't really changed in societal attitudes from the 1920s to the 2020s. Wouldn't you say that? I definitely would. I also see here, what were the 1950s filmmakers more reliant on than 1920s filmmakers? Um, Let me see. Um, Well, you guys who are listening should definitely know what they are because they were so there were so many changes in so um societal perspectives um brought that were brought in Hollywood. Let me see. The nineteen fifties were more reliant on sequels, whether taken as a sign of creative atrophy. Um but did I say that word wrong? Atrophy. Atrophy, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Chase. I'm just saying so to me your words. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, it was a sign of conglomerate domination, commercial timidity, or maybe all of them um, at one time. The recycling of established stories, characters, ideas, and performers have been a distinctive feature of the Hollywood output in the late 1950s and 60s. Okay. We have a few more questions, everyone. Thank you for your input. No problem. This is extremely enlightening and hopefully will give you guys some insight on how Hollywood evolved to what it is now. What's the next one? Um, Okay. What was the importance of the talkies in the 1920s through a social perspective? Hmm. So the rise of talkies from the late 1920s um, and onward led to a radical shakeup of the entertainment industry. Um, the benefit that films, oh excuse me, could influence behavior was seen by some as an opportunity to get their message across um, to the mass audience. Other 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 people feared that the next generations of children would be. Um, wrapped in gangster films and movie violence. In Britain, the dominance of Hollywood at the box office led to concerns about the loss of national identity and the American, Americanization of the British culture. Wow. It is hard to believe that Hollywood had such great influence even 70 years ago. Yeah. Moving on. How did fashion play a role in the filmmaking process? Oh, this one is my personal favorite. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, socially put... When they started to realize the way you dress showed your elegance and your beauty, film producers realized the impact of having a young, attractive girl, you know, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes <laughs> on camera. It, you know, it, what it had on the population of their viewing, viewing audience, the game was changed forever. And with that, Hollywood was born. Um, and result, Thousands of young, beautiful women from all over migrated to Hollywood in hopes to be the next pretty face on screen. And lots of them succeeded because that's what the audience wanted to see, too. Oh, yeah. We all love to see some beautiful women. <laughs> Speaking of beautiful women, yeah. I have something for y'all. What you have for them, Trace? Taking a minute here to share a coupon code for our ladies to shop more and save more this holiday season. Use coupon code SELFCARE at checkout at Ulta.com to get the most bang for your buck. Don't go on a shopping spree just yet, my gorgeous friends. We have a couple more questions. How did the invention of the television affect the movie industry in the 1950s? So culturally speaking, by far the greatest challenge to Hollywood came from the relatively new medium of television. 
various types of programs were broadcast broadcasted on the handful of networks that um, were on television, such as situation comedies, variety programs, game shows, soap operas, talk shows, and a gang of other types of television programming. Hollywood did react um, aggressively to these various challenges. Filmmakers tried new techniques like Cinescope and Cinerama, which we know is now like as 3D um, to be shown on the large screens. I'm learning so much from you, James, and I'm sure our listeners are too. Last but not least, we have our last question. And again, I appreciate everyone's contribution to these questions, and I hope our listeners have learned a great amount. What was the top grossing movie from each era, the 1920s and 1950s, and how culturally different is each film? This is fun. Okay, so in 1920, we had Ben-Hur, um, A Tale of Christ. Ben-Hur is a story about a fictional hero name. Um, what was his name? Um, Judah. That's right. Judah is his name. Um, Ben-Hur is a Jewish nobleman who was falsely accused and convicted of the of an attempted assassination of the Roman governor of Judea. And he was consequently enslaved by the Romans. Um, he did um, become a successful charioteer. Um, I don't want to give away a lot of the movie. I want you guys to go see it. Um, and in 1950, The Ten Commandments was the top grossing movie of that year. Um, it's about Moses, played it played by Charleston Heston. Um, and he discovered his Hebrew heritage. And later, he um, discovers God's expectations of him. Mm. He dedicates himself to liberating his people from captivity. And with the aid of plagues and divine intervention, he somewhat, some way manages to lead them out of Egypt and across the Red Sea. Um, a greater challenge does come um, in the form of a golden calf idol. However, um, however, and it takes on an unforgettable visitation by God on Mount Sinai for Moses' mission to prevail. Wow. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah, I've seen that one. It is good. Thank you, everyone, for your brilliant questions and enthusiastic contributions. And thank you, James, for showing us the different social and cultural perspectives of the 1920s and 1950s. Oh, you are so very welcome, Chase. Thank you for having me. You were a very great host. I'm really appreciating. No problem. And I hope the listeners had fun too. I know I did. I know I get lengthy with my words and stuff talking, but you know, just some cool information. That's good. So thank you guys. Good night. Goodbye. And have a good night. Goodbye, James. All right, my precious listeners. Tune in next week as we continue our discussion about the transformation in Hollywood. Have a good night. Stay safe. And remember to wear your mask. Signing off, Chase Thornton.